I think on the other end of the line, we're back up to full complement. Hello, Robbie, after your dutifully refreshing week off. It was like a hiatus. A hiatus. That's, that's what we say in the music. And we, not the, you know, that's what they <laughs> use. A hiatus, Carl. It's good to be back. Well, well, it's a little bit like your road trip slash jumping into a car. Getting what in a car and a, going for a drive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People call it road trip. When you don't do something for a little while, it's called a hiatus. Or what a makes it, respite, yeah, having, yeah. having a respite. <laughs> what makes it a hiatus then? I thought hiatus means was like permanent. Semi, yeah, kind of, a view to coming back eventually. They all know they're going to do it. We're on hiatus, but we'll be back to get some more of your money, get some more of your mer- you know, money for yeah. the merch. That's what I was doing. I knew that I'd be back <laughs> to get more money the orders, out of the members. Yeah, and the orders are flooding in for those mugs and those stickers. But uh, Yes, yeah, it's good. It's, it's good to be back. But you steadied the good ship Thrash Metal Album Club very, very ably, mate. It was, uh, it was a good listen. Yeah, it's a good job I've got a big mouth, mate. No, you did well. It was always one of them ones like, uh, you know, we... Uh, kind of live, live housekeeping. We put it out there. Should we do it? You know, would, would you happy to do it? And like, of course, you're happy to do it. You're gonna, you're gonna go and do it. And you know, otherwise we're that far behind with kind of club um, business that would be the next one would be a four hour, or we'd have to cut some of the stuff. And it'd be such a shame to cut some of it because you know someone's comment on Deaf Angel. You know, we want to, we want to get that out. We want to share it. We want to kind of summarise everything that's gone on in the club. So now it's good that you were able to cover it in a, you know, a short, shortened version. But yeah, good job, mate. Cheers, mate. Uh, but we, we, everyone missed you, mate. So I'm sure everyone is very relieved that you're back. And there's a bit of contrast between the voices, mate. Uh, it's just two old mates having a chat down the pub yeah. and um you know thankfully we got some wonderful people that are able to share their thoughts in the club and we are just uh, kind of the voices of those people well we are we are our own voices but uh, we're kind of vocalizing some of their comments for them so that's cool well let's shall we run down what comments we're mm. vocalizing so we have got a review of my solo effort um, in 102. We've got Sepultura's Beneath the Remains, one of the albums that we thought we'd always feature and now we finally have. So we'll be running that down. Uh, we've got two So Far So Good So What's, the first one will be coming up after Sepultura. Then we've got the deepest cuts to go through. Uh, we have got, in my opinion, the best Bolton Bangers results uh, section ever. It's an absolute stonking. Uh, stonker of a of a of a contribution so thank you neil um we got the second so far so good so what to uh sophomore to go through we got some mentions a rank and file and then a what have you been listening to our recommendation exchange you didn't know and, i could speak french could you and the the stonking bolton's bangers is that because of the way that um our, our custodian of the bangers delivers it, it it's a multitude of things it's a multitude of things, which we will talk about after we have um, we have indeed listened to it. OK, well, let's let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's find out a little review of the podcast 102, Carl, because let's have that moment in glory, mate. Go on, have it, have it. Enjoy. Have it. OK, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Andrew Biles was one of the listeners. Uh, so thank you to everyone that, of course, listened to the uh, to the podcast. Carl's solo album was a great listen. Enjoyed the two tempered tracks and looking forward to an Anthrax versus Megadeth showdown. 
yeah, the temper tracks were fantastic. It really was um, quite quite a bludging and assault on the senses, really, wasn't it? I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I hadn't heard it because um, obviously they'd sent it to you and you whacked it on there. And uh-huh. oh, it's fantastic. Great listen. And again, that, that scene up there in Scotland, as we've seen from the fantastic hardcore CD, albeit it's a different style, but it's still heavy music. And there's so much kind of stuff going on up there. And yeah, brilliant. Not that that's... I'm surprised that there's stuff going on up in Scotland because... Um, it's a you know it's real hotbed as we've seen from a lot of these the bands that have come through the past couple of years on moshing the roof on or the kind of melt of the masses some of the bands have been absolutely fantastic when i just wasn't expecting temper to sound as they did i'd heard the name and i know jamie kinghorn has spoken about them Mm. and you know when you looked at those bands that featured on that live show that wasn't live the likes of disposable and the were tempered even on that? I, I can't remember. It's um, there was mm. like a dog breath or something. Dog bite. yeah, the dog tired or something. Yeah, dog tired. Yeah, no, and it was. It just got. I wasn't expected to quite have that kind of initial. Wow, this is and and the one that closed it as well, Cracker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's cool that those guys were able to share this stuff with us. And that happened in minutes. It really was in the space of half an hour. That the conversation, like I said on the podcast, it was literally bang, 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 bang. The two tracks were in the inbox and it was in. You know, it was it was literally that. So if anybody wants to have, owns their music, because um, we haven't had any music to uh, for this podcast, and we always like to open up, the, it, it kind of eases in that awkward opening that we always have to do. So having some music on there is absolutely perfect. Um, well, if you, if you listen carefully, you might be able to hear what I can hear, which is some anti-social annoying twat that's sitting in his car probably i don't know somewhere but fairly close to obviously the back door's open and um it's a nice summer's evening and yeah if you listen faintly to the lovely sound of the british summer you'll hear some some prick that's got his (laughs) shit music on his stupid car stereo blasting out at kind of with his all his doors shut so it kind of echoes further um yeah ruining everyone's night let's just be quiet let's let's see if we can actually pick it up Oh, hang on, hang on. It's actually slowly we rot he's played. Turn it up, mate. Oh, is it? Turn it. You're all right, mate. You're all right. <laughs> no, but you do get that, don't you? I mean, it just seems yeah. to be that they're never there when it's winter. But, oh, no, when the summer comes. Yeah, go on then. Yes. Let's go. And... Windows so, down, I'll have some of it, yes. I don't know where they are, but I can hear it in the distance like it's just around the corner. Anyway, oh, so that's the music could, that's opened my podcast. It, it, well, it could be an illegal rave, mate. Could be, couldn't it? You could have you could have Torpedo Town just up the road, mate. Who remembers Torpedo Town? So you, you just don't know. You just don't know. Could be could be a rave in a cave up there, mate. You know what it's like around your way, mate. They're all rope cheesy quavers, aren't they? <laughs> There's a few of them, but no, you did well, mate. The the the, the you steadied that ship ably, and I think if um, even when the time comes when you know you you go solo again, I think uh, it will be. It'll be well, steered I, again, I, old safe hand it, seaman, or or um, you know, <laughs> clean sheet yes, seaman. Wasn't you it? are, <laughs> yes, you are a very own safe hand seaman. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a clean sheet seaman, mate. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. why I am. That's, that's absolutely perfect. Uh, the way to you describe it. Seaman. You do look a bit like David Seaman when he had his long hair. But do you think so? Well, you, you got dark hair. You got dark hair. You got a moustache. You got a moustache. Um, okay. 
you look more like yeah, him, say Fabian Barthez or you know someone like that. But that, that this is true. This is very true. Um, but um, you know, it's uh, you say that. So you just described Ron Jeremy as well, mate. So you know, you know, it's, just, it's what, what, what are we trying to say here? But um, well, yeah. no, it, it's, it's the solo album. I mean, is is it a case of uh, was it Tattooed Millionaire or was it, you know, Chemical Wedding? You know, one of the two. I think it was more Tattooed Millionaire. It was OK. But let's, um, you know what? I, you know what I always said, though, mate? I don't take praise very well. So we'll move on to the next comment, which was from Tempered. Uh, and they said, thanks for playing the Tempered track. Hope everyone enjoyed them. We'll be supporting in force tonight at the audio in Glasgow if any locals are around. Cheers. So um, I think Kevin Addison went to that game. Well, um, which is um, that's a great slot, isn't it? Although, although we did hear a report uh, um, from Paul Hutchins, who went to see Enforced later in the tour, and they only played for half an hour and then gone off like robbers' dogs. They were, mate. Yeah, not sure. Not sure why. Not sure. You know, I mean, was Thrasher Wolf was supporting, weren't they? Was it Bristol? Or was it Cardiff? I can't remember, but it was certainly uh, uh, yeah. Down that area, so, so. Thrasher Wolf were definitely on the bill, and Enforced only played for half an hour, so. Don't know, don't know. Um, but thank you very much, Tempered. And like I say, if any other bands want to get on this here podcast and, and get some people listening to their music, we are more than happy to accommodate. So Absolutely. thank you very much. And you now know um, it was yeah, what what uh, one of my lectures are like. <laughs> uh, dreadful. Right. Well, uh, let's show innuendos, lots of swearing. Yes, and, lots of swearing and um talk about thrash mel uh, which let's move on uh to uh, so thank you for everyone that's listening uh, who listens um and you know what i was going to contextualize this uh, in the opening statement because i always feel um you know because i i had a look on the our sort of um uh analytics i suppose and uh, analysis uh, where people listen and people listen to podcasts all over the place some people go back and you know someone listened to podcast 32 the other day you know for for no, no other reason other than, that was me man. No, that was yeah <laughs> accidentally yeah. clicking on Sorry, yeah. but, but people do click on here and there so i suppose we should because we're talking about legacy albums here we can talk about this anytime really but we should really talk about the monumentous day that occurred today mate other than the recording of this here podcast and that is just so people know it was flying ant day today and they're about aren't they they are they're about they're everywhere mate i mean i think i told the story about them invading our kitchen once it was dreadful it was like a scene out of shining but um loads of ants flying about tell it, tell it again because i don't remember it and there'll be people here that um, don't they'll be oh, really oh here we go we've heard this one so jazz it up yeah. a bit, you know make it a little bit more interesting right okay um putting the kiddies to bed and um few ants in the hallway what's going on these flying ants uh i'd never heard of flying ant dan i was going oh they're flying ants well just close the windows and stuff like that you know that's what's going on and then um what had happened that we had like they were they were sort of underneath the house and they were getting in through going up the outside of the soil pipe up into our bathroom and into our bathroom that way so they were like flooding the bathroom and i was like Christ. so i was getting the spray out i sprayed it put all this ant powder down underneath the bath i was going to town of it and we're going christ you know get the kids in the bath have a bath without any more ants coming up you know i'd managed to to secure that route come down in the kitchen and all along the ceiling all along the top of our units in our kitchen 
was like covered in all these fucking flying ants. There was a hole in because the soil pipe sort of it's obviously been uh, boxed in, and there was like a, a hole, a crack in where the where it met the ceiling. And they were coming. They were pissing out of there like no one's business. I was like, what the fuck is going on? We hadn't, moved, you know, only recently moved in. So quickly got the old decorator's cork out, smashed a load of decorator's cork in, and um, then sprayed everything with, with this ant killer, killed all the fuckers. And then we spent the Saturday evening cleaning our fucking kitchen from top to bottom because we were so paranoid about these flying ants. Yeah, they are a pain, aren't they? It's... Um... It's horrible, isn't it? You, you kind of find that you got one on your your, your ear roll or, or your neck, and that you, you look around there everywhere. It's just it's a kind of they don't come very often, do they? But when they're here, they Once do. Once a make year, apparently. Is that when it is? Yeah, so it's always round not only are we going to speak about one of the great thrash death albums of all time, we're talking about something else that only happens every now and then, and that's a flying ant. Oh, and, and just so you know, uh, Boris Johnson also resigned today, just to contextualise it completely. That's where we are right now, if you're listening in the future. Well, it's, but we, we, ain't, ants, we, we ain't political, are, the, are we? No, we ain't a political no. thing. But, I'm going to say yeah. it one way or another, but Flying Ant Day is far more relevant <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, they've got more backbone than that lot in there anyway, haven't they? So. Yeah. Yeah, ours is a common one thing, but my fucking ants everywhere, all yeah, over my exactly. kitchen, mate. So, you should have used yeah, Dale Corley, let's mate. Talk. That's the best. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I did. I did. You know, it was top and bottom. There was cracks, not cracks, but there was just gaps in between the top and bottom. And because the unit had covered it, I'd never seen it. I never clocked it. Well. So when I got the step ladder up there, because that was where the, they were sort of concentrated the most, they were coming out there. They are having a whale of a time, these flying ants, all shagging one another and that. You know, it's like taking the mickey out of So... Right, box you fuckers in. So I did, got the old box. You know, they, they all suffered a, a cruel death. Don't feel guilty about it one little bit. And then done a mass Armageddon with a load of spray and, and stuff like that in the kitchen. But then, you know, it's it, it, aftermath afterwards, mate. It was dreadful. Yeah, but well, the aftermath is, the aftermath is, they're like, you know, like salmon. Salmon go back to where they were born to spawn. So they go miles and yeah. miles up, up rivers and uh, you know, the miles they go. The same with flying ants, mate. They go back to where their parents died when they were in the nest and they were in the egg. So you, you killed them a few years ago or, or last year, whenever it was that that, that sort of tale was. They're going to be back, mate. They will be back. So anyway. No, they don't. They haven't, they haven't been back. They haven't been back. There's been several flying ant days since and we haven't had one in the house. We've sealed it all up. It's, it's, it's foolproof, mate. Shall we talk about Beneath the Remains before we lose every one of our five listeners? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's talk about it um this is one of the albums that we definitely thought this is an album we need to discuss on this club isn't it it certainly is it gets mentioned so often and almost to the point where you kind of you have a little kind of not battle with your own kind of um, favorite sepulture album but you think well how would how would beneath the rains do against a rise how would it do against chaos ad if it came up as an album of the fortnight in the mm. club uh we've obviously featured a rise before mm. and it's just a case of it's going to come up people speak about it so fondly they speak about it so highly it's going to score highly and it was going to score high and it did score high mm. and how long ago was it since you last listened to it from front to back uh front to back i'd be honest a long time but mm. um i think that first side of 
beneath the remains is a is, i mean it's just absolute thrash death i mean it's just it's absolute gold and i've i, I listened to that first uh, four songs isn't it the first four songs mm. probably yeah if i said six months ago that would be yeah it could have been sooner than that because i just think that that from where that beneath the remains comes in with that kind of slightly delicate menacing guitar the the riff of inner self into struggle and hate which is just a, an unbelievable song and then miss mass hit um you know the mass mass hit. hypnosis as they call yeah, it that was, mass hypnosis that's it i just think those four are just absolute what a way to open an album um and, and whilst for me arise is probably um still my favorite sepultura i think that is just such a statement of intent back in 1989 89 as to you know what these guys from brazil can do after the kind of um, the not the murmurings but the 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 chatterings of schizophrenia and the waves that was making, this was one hell of a kind of like, here we are, and Christ, they certainly announced themselves onto the onto the big thing. Well, you know, it's a it's a major label, it's a major rock label, major metal label, you know, on Roadrunner, Road Racer. Yeah. And they announced that they were they were certainly a, a, a bigger deal than they had been before. What about you? How did you feel about it when when it was kind of announced as the well, when we discovered that we were going to be featuring it. Um, absolutely delighted. Again, it was one of those ones that I just thought, yeah, this is an album that we need to feature. It gets mentioned so often. Um, and it is a truly landmark album. They, 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 they were one of the first bands to really um, not have a legacy in thrash metal, but release a classic thrash metal album they didn't come from the bay area they weren't american uh, they weren't german they weren't english so all the hotbeds were kind of gone and yes other bands from other areas made other albums but they were the first ones from outside any country really that wasn't a hotbed to make a classic classic thrash album yes it was tinged with death yes of course but i just think they 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 almost didn't apply any of the rules or any of the restrictions that thrash had found itself in because of that formula working thrash is obviously you know it can work if you do this it works if you do that if you have this album cover if you have this if you play here if you support these bands you know there was there was kind of a structure to it uh, which is fine I've, i haven't got any problem with that at all certainly if you get music that's uh that i absolutely love but sepultura didn't have any of that and they didn't play to any of that um they just they come out totally but we think this is all right and what is everyone else thinking um but it's funny you mentioned schizophrenia schizophrenia because i've always said that i can't see where beneath the remains comes from after schizophrenia i can't say that if i had heard schizophrenia first which i didn't incidentally i heard that after the fact but if i'd have heard schizophrenia first i wouldn't have necessarily kept an eye on them per se because i just think yeah it's okay people the temperature of the club love schizophrenia they think a lot of people have huge amounts of love for that album and a few people even rate it above um beneath the remains so um well it, it won quite convincingly didn't it in the uh, yeah. so far so good sophomore yeah so it, it's interesting that um obviously something was about them already 
but I just think they absolutely smashed it with this album. Like you say, I would go one better when you've got Slaves of Pain on the other side as well. I'd say the first six songs just rock it by in about what feels like 10 minutes. Mm. Absolutely. Well, so, let's see. Let's see. Let's well, see what the members think. I mean, we know it's going to be. We know it's Hall of Fame worthy. You know, and, and those that are in in the club will know from the album post where it yeah. finished. But you know, for those people listening that may not be club members or may just like listening to the podcast, because I, I believe there are a few out there that just kind of occasionally come by. Certainly, a, a few on the Instagram that that come by. We'll we'll lead the uh, read the comments and just uh, go back to see where where it features on the on the Hall of Fame. Mm. But Nigel Taylor, he says it's a ten from me. Bought on the strength of seeing the inner self video at a friend's house party. This was followed by my friend's mum deciding she wanted to redecorate and everyone joining in, ripping the wallpaper off the walls. Well, if you're going to have go. a sound, uh, if you're going to have a soundtrack to rip wallpaper off walls. That's pretty- yeah, with your bunch of with your mates. That's the one to do it to. Um, I can totally um, identify with that with Nigel Taylor there because that, to be honest, was my first hearing of um, Sepultura's was the Inner Self video, and hearing a lot of people saying they were better than Metallica. They're they're absolutely amazing. Everyone's going to love this album, and then hearing Inner Self, and then just thinking, yeah, everyone's right everyone is right that is killer that is absolute killer and sometimes you know certainly when i was younger i may have heard something when people are saying everyone's saying this is this is brilliant you need to listen to this is excellent and you kind of go well i don't actually like it that much but yeah 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 i get it everyone's saying it it is killer this there was everyone was saying it and everyone was right mick o'reilly hard to argue i think when i'm sitting in a pool hang on a minute i've got hard to argue I think when I'm sitting in a pool of my own piss in some old folks retirement home and my mind is nearly gone I'll still be growling out the chorus to beneath the remains at my poor carers god help them like a South American anaconda rapping and squeezing you to death with every last monster fucking track well that is going to be a sight to see Mick and you must do that when you find yourself in that retirement home many 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 moons from now you'll be growling away to that's one and no one well let i say a few people will certainly still remember sepultura they're here to stay um so look forward to that um drowning in your own piss but still coming along absolutely oblivious to uh to believe the remains classic mate thank you donald square a game changer and why for a while they were untouchable yeah see and again i've said this before much like my flying ants comment that you know, Metallica are the kings they're the, they're of metal, of thrash. They, they've they owned it. They've undisputed, undisputed. You can't take the belt from their waist. Sepultura were one of those bands that were up, I think, for doing it and just couldn't keep it together in the form that they were. And no, I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that if things had been more rosy, because one of the things with Metallica is, of course, they've always managed to keep the train on the rails yes it's it's almost flipped off a few times famously but they've always produced and they've always played live shows and they've always had lots of people coming to see them at sepultura's height they were i was feeling that kind of same vibe as uh and justice for all when when they split up in 96 it was kind of like if they were to to really try and cross over they they could have possibly done 
but lots of factors happening. They couldn't keep it albums with that classic lineup. I am so convinced that they would have given at least Metallica a really good run for their money at that period of time for heavy thrash music, and they would have wrenched the belt away from them. Well, you look at that run of albums from Beneath the Remains, you've then got Arise, uh, Chaos AD and Roots. And whilst I'm not a, I'm not into Roots at all, I don't particularly like it, you could see that sound changing massively over mm. those four albums from um, it, it, into Roots. And yes, it became a much more commercial sound. They knew that they weren't mm. going to be able to play Beneath the Remains or Arise anymore. They were changing with Chaos AD, the changing yeah. face of thrash metal, of heavy music, and they were still a big thing. When did you say Roots came out? 96, was it? 96, yeah. You know, so, yeah, that was an album that still was regarded as an album that heavy music lovers could be into and probably love. And yes, probably Mm. if they hadn't gone off the rails, they could have Mm. continued and um, rivaled some of the, I mean, they were rivaling in in terms of heavy music. They were rivaling, they were up there as, you know, with, with the big, the white zombies, the type of negatives, the uh, machine heads. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Forging that trail. um, Well, well, selling out Brixton Academy is, is kind of like the benchmark right there. And and I kind of felt that that Donington show, Max disappeared because he had to get back to America because of uh, the deaths in in America and and so on. You know, I think what you like about that, yes, you know, you can say it's right, you can say it's wrong, whatever. I'm not picking any sides. But again, if things had been different and they produced a performance like they did in 94 at Donington, I am convinced that all of the people that go to Donington that kind of at that time who felt that, well, I go to Donington to see the best in heavy metal. I may not know all the bands on there, but I trust, you know, it to be the best of what's around now. I think they would have, it would have been springing board them up again, like Metallica did in 1987 when they played, uh, you know, they played previously before stole the show to some degree played in 1987. They were just growing and growing in confidence. And that 87 show then propelled them to be, the kind of other band next to ACDC in 91. And then eventually in 95, they, they headlined it. I could see that same uh, course for Sepultura if that Roots gig had been different and if, if they have kept it together. Um, but of course, you know, of course, yes, music again had changed yet again. And that festival changed as well. But I just felt that they were keying themselves up and they were forging that same path yeah i i never really kind of appreciated how different sepultura were trying to forge that path because the for, for me sepultura were at the peak of their game when they were kind of you know wide stance head banging just mm. absolutely just riff tapping just going for it when they started introducing all the all the tribal things which became a lot more prevalent in their sound certainly we heard it a lot more on on chaos ad and then you know on roots and then you know obviously the wherever they went from there but i just felt energy wise that kind of character that attitude that they had Mm. they were just 
and I'm not going to make any kind of bold statement that I knew Sepultura, I, I knew of Sepultura back schizophrenia because I wasn't into them then. I wasn't into them when Beneath the Remains came out. I got into Sepultura just pre, just prior to a rise coming out and I kind of got back in certainly followed retrospectively into the stuff and it was there the more visceral stuff that I really preferred Mm. the the the, the, I went back to bestial devastation to morbid visions and tried to soak up everything that that I could and I wasn't particularly into all that but the the kind of now looking back on what what they do it's mm. that when they just absolutely going for it, like the riff in in a self, there's just simplicity and they get it right. They just who else was doing? There were lots of bands that were doing mm. it. It's good, but but yeah, when they were doing it, they were actually knocking it out of the park because the four guys they just had that. There's a great. Um, I've been listening to it today, and it's a great interview with um, Scott Burns, the producer mm. of. Um, beneath the remains and it's a uh, a recording of a written interview the written interview i read some time ago a few years back but the recorded interview is on youtube and i'll post it in the links and it's oh. two, guys, two guys out in america they've got a record uh, they've got a record label quite a diy record label it's a it's a record label you know and um they were interviewing scott burns a couple of years ago and he was talking about sepultura and when that how how he took on producing the beneath the remains album and how it was probably his biggest kind of big album that took him from being that recording studio engineer into being this big name producer that then all the death metal bands wanted to work with because not every producer wanted to work with death metal because it was just seen as this oh, it's a load of shite it's a load of shite let's mm. just you know and he went with it. Scott Burns went with it, and he was talking about the energy that the guys brought to the studio, and how very difficult to try and work with them when Max was the only one that could be, speak very little English, but enough English. But um, they had to get a translator in to really talk about like the, the musicality side of project. You know, you can say to someone, he said, mm. you can say to someone, "Would you like a drink?" or "Do you need to go to the toilet?" They can get that if there's a translation issue. But when you start talking about the intricacies of, you know, changing, changing um, strings on an instrument or timings or trying to run through something again, it gets very difficult. So it's a really interesting, really interesting interview actually to listen to Scott Burns talking about it. But one thing that he was focused on was that real energy that he felt within the band when he went over to, um, it was either Rio or Belo Belo Horizonte, I think it was Rio Mm. uh, in 1989 to record this, what would have been a, um the kind of mainstream brazilian flamenco not flamenco um uh, not salsa the 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 you know the the main commercial dance music of the brazilian time was at the studio and the sepultura guys would go in and 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 do their bit when everyone else was out and yeah a real energy to the guys and and i think that was a huge huge part of the sound i know a lot of this music we listen to it's the energy as much as the musicianship Mm. but you listen to those drums of Igor Cavalera, absolutely, absolutely nailing it. Mm. It's, a, it's a real display of musicianship. You know, whilst he may not be the most technically gifted drummer back then, and he's a hell of a drummer, I'm no drummer, mm. but that 
performance that he puts in here is absolutely stunning whether that's just through attitude that comes through for me mm. i don't know whether it's it's a brilliant drumming display i don't know it just sounds absolutely really kind of um almost like coming through the record and whether that's the scott burns production or whether that's the character that that igor has i don't know it just sounds absolutely brilliant but yeah going back to what i was saying the the when sepultura get get it right and they bring their character through the simplicity of their music such as that riff in inner self that just do, mm, do, do, do. Yeah. it's just that's when they're on the top of their game yeah totally agree totally agree um great let's should we do the last comment mate and then we'll say where it's where it is Edwin Groenworld, he says, okay, yes, I'm an idiot, but I never really liked this album or Sepultura, but I promise I will listen to this in the next few days to see if I still don't like it. It's a sound thing. So he's obviously listened to it, and he says, the yeah. very dominant high mid-tones and the songs were boring to me back in the day. Nope, it's still boring, and I'm not trolling or whatever. It's still the same. All my friends really liked it, and I didn't back in the day. Well, again, going against the stream somewhat there, Edwin but we really appreciate it. And it's always good to get a, a different view on it. Songs a bit boring. Again, it is tinged with death metal. And I know death metal on some people's palettes. I'm one of them. It can sit a bit heavy and sound a bit samey. So maybe that's where Edwin's coming from. But if you think it's boring, you think it's boring. But um, And that's why um, we need the votes and you need to vote on this because we can't, if everyone that liked it, are the only people that vote it will get 10 out of 10 i, I don't think any album is going to get that so we do need if you know that that balance in our club because this is our club of course uh, as in all of the members so it's good that we've got some in there and uh, um we got a good result out of it mate. it's always nice to bother the top the top five mate and shuffle that up a little bit it did yeah it's third place isn't it 8.94 it's up there and it's going to take some hell of an album to displace that because it's uh, it's up there with Peace Cells and Ride the Lightning. Yeah, and you know, absolute classic albums. And this is this is fighting amongst those absolute. I mean, people have called those albums flawless. Um, so beneath the remains is up there. We shouldn't sound surprised. I thought it might break the nine barrier. I really did. I I. It was just shy. Obviously, it was 0.6 of a mark out of breaking the nine, nine out of ten, and slightly above. But they've just fallen short. A few people. No one voted this under a six. Nobody. And even then, I think about three people gave it a six. A handful of people gave it a seven. The vast majorities were eight. The biggest was nine, and then the next biggest was ten. So. Uh, it's uh, 150 people voted on this one as well. So a massive vote and really appreciate everyone for listening, commenting and scoring it. I It was a great it was a great weekend to, to, to listen to as well. And a big thank you to Neil Coggins, because he wrote the introduction to it. I picked up on it on his Full Metal Racket show. He spoke about um, Beneath the Remains being his favourite thrash metal album of all time. So who better a person to write the intro? We sent him the message and he got back to us with an absolutely sterling introduction that kind of just showed why it was so important to him and it was, it was just a great intro so neil thank you very much and thanks also for giving the club a shout out again on your full metal racket show on hard rock hell radio um i always bang on about it but he, he puts in you know a two-hour show i certainly listen to he's got other shows but i certainly listen to the full metal racket show and yeah he, he plays a lot of the old classics 
um, like in a self. He, he played in self and he spoke about the club and that it was our album, The Fortnight. But then there, there, there's, I get so many recommendations from that. This is where I get the recommendations from, you know, from our small kind of core group of friends that, that yeah. we've kind of got going, um, that we communicate daily with about music. And someone might go, oh, have you heard this? Or it might be in what have you been listening to, which we talk about on the podcast, get so much from that. But also on Neil's show and uh, Jay's show, Jason Manley's show on Hospital Radio Glamorgan, so many different recommendations that I get from that. It's just wonderful that people are out there putting their, you know, still for the love of music, doing it. So um, cheers, Neil. And thanks again for writing such a wonderful, wonderful introduction. It set the week, the fortnight up perfectly. Yeah, it certainly did. Couldn't have thought of anyone better to write that. So well done, well done. Thank you. So we better smash on. We um, we've just posted the new one, the different album, uh, and that is of course Saint Anger by Metallica. It is. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting week. I think there will be those people that will not give it a listen because they are. They, they, they don't want to give it a listen because it's an, uh, it's not some anger it's uh, it is an anger and they're thinking no don't want to don't like it but i gave it a listen the other week and yes after kind of about four songs in i was i'd had enough of it but i gave, <laughs> I gave it a listen it's um, long it's an hour and 15 yeah. minutes long um and you've got a You've got to put a shift in to, to listen to that. I listen to it and it's funny. I need to research it because I think I've said this before other times as well, that I bought it in Tesco's. I never thought I'd buy a Metallica album, but I did because they were headline wedding festival that I was going to. And so I thought, well, I'll, I'll buy it. I bought it for 10 quid, uh, picked it up and I, I did listen to it. I listened to it for, for quite a few times uh, because I felt, well, I'm going to go and see them. They're going to play loads off it. I want to have a good time and I just feel that it's it's a fast heavy thrash metal album because that's what they were banging on about but I don't get it uh, I don't understand what's going on and I listened to it the day before I went to Reading Festival and I have and then I went to see them and they they were, they were okay they were they were good they played two fucking songs off it by the way but they they were okay and I've never listened to it since then yeah the day, the, the literally the Wednesday before I went, because you didn't go to Red Festival on the Thursday. The when I could almost tell you the day, it almost the time, the last time I listened to that album. So it's you know going back to it, I I've never ever gone back to it, and so going back to it, I was curious when I saw some kind of monster for the first time, and I was listening to it and I was thinking, yeah, they they pretty much messed up every single song on this in one way or another there's some great stuff on this great riffs and great lyrics and great performances but they've managed to every single track there's just something about it that just goes that's where they messed that one up that's where they messed that one up and that's why they missed that one up and if you do that you mess up every a little bit of every single song you know one song messed up altogether. well okay not too bad um, a, 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 a bollock dropped in every single song just gets too much to bear and certainly for an hour and a quarter it's way too much it is especially on a long album when you listen to a song and you're about two and a half minutes in you're thinking you're looking at the kind of the, 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 the gauge move on how long the song you've got two and a half minutes left to this song what else can they do with this song and it just repeats and repeats and I think that's a lot of the a lot of what goes on on the album and um, no doubt we'll be talking about it in a fortnight's time or maybe we won't be, but we will certainly be somehow de- 
decompressing everything that is sent out. Mm. Yes, and I'll be getting some debates going this weekend, that's for sure. But now let's go on to so far so good stuff. We've got two of these to get through, and it was peace cells versus spreading the disease. Um, and I need to go back and find the results. Uh, I'm sure I can do that, no problem at all. So let's go and see what the comments first say. Uh, what? Where did you go with this, mate? Uh, it was always ever going to be peace cells for me, so much as I think. Spreading the Disease is a is a great thrash album. It really is. I, I, no problem listening to it at all. Uh, I think Peace Cells is one of one of the greatest thrash metal albums um, yeah. of all time. I, I just think it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, I really do. Uh, it's dark. It's it's got real character to it. It sounds today as it did back then it could it could be released yesterday and and you'd still accept it i, I just think they megadeth back then not that i knew them back then but i just think they were oh, what what a force and they probably didn't know what force they were but they were what a force and and i think the anthrax album not to do it to serve it it's still a great album i mean listen to gung ho gung ho the song that closes the album if that's not a statement of intent of like cry you know it's like what a what a banger that one is listen to charlie on the drums absolutely brilliant brilliant stuff so yeah it it's not the it kind of peace cells absolutely killed it just for me uh it's an album i prefer what about you exactly the same mate went for peace cells uh love spreading the disease liked it really liked it this time again yeah, so it's one i listened to in the first round and thought that's a bit metal i don't know uh and then but i listened to it again and just thought yeah this is there's some real classic stuff on here really iconic riffs on there some fantastic thrash metal songs but just ripped apart by peace cells just you know the conjuring um um the actual song peace cells wake up dead all of these songs just rip everything apart on on spreading the disease and, and leaves it on the on the on the ground a hot sweaty mess so yeah i kind of went the same i think a lot of people felt a little bit of the, uh, the same way but let's see uh test the temperature and see what people felt uh john beavis peace cells again i think i'm only going to have an issue if it comes up against ride the lightning or hello and even then and he leaves us thinking about which way he's going to go yeah i think it 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 is one of those three isn't it it's ride the lightning hell awaits or peace cells albeit you know that they, they, they will possibly come up against each other uh we don't know but yeah they they've got to be the favorites now i mean there's some dark horses in there there's you know mm. twisted um twisted uh forbidden twisted into form that's mm. very, you know that come up against you've got to think about these emotional connections whilst you know i i voted i voted People will go, what? Are you some kind of monster? Uh, acid rain, just <laughs> over Ride the Lightning. But it's what you, what, what an album yeah. feels. And and you did the same, I think you did for Whose Advantage over Ride the Lightning. I did, yeah. So, yeah, I'll do it again tomorrow as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be interesting if maybe possibly Hello Ways comes up against some of these smaller albums. But I think it, those three are still strong enough that they could continue through if they got the right passage or or certainly did not the right passage but certainly didn't come up against each other we'd see certainly two of them against each other in that final kevin testaresta always good to hear from you mate andrew matthews in exactly the same position 
both fantastic albums both still hold up today my head says peace cells and my favorite megadeth album but my heart says i listen to spreading the disease more mm. maybe spreading the disease is a bit more immediate maybe it's the likes of medusa and madhouse yeah. and um armed and dangerous air that yeah. they are just like go-to thrash metal just just yeah. immediate kind of hits of thrash metal whereas Peace Cells is more of an album. It's more of yeah. a an experience, possibly. But yeah, Conjuring you, is a song yeah. like the Conjuring is a little bit more of a twisty kind of yeah. song, isn't it? Where you you really go, oh, where's this going? You got to think and, and properly listening to it. Whereas you know, you're right, um, Armed and Dangerous and now songs like that, you could you could sing along to in the bath, can you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally get that. Frank Holby, this is extremely difficult. Both records are a vast improvement on the debut albums. Both stand the test of time. Both have classic tracks. Both were played to death by myself in the 80s. Not sure who to vote for. <laughs> well, we could probably help you out there. We'll, we'll Frank, we'll, we'll head down to the man cave over uh, yeah. over up there in uh, yeah in London town. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a night out uh, listening to both of them. How about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, what a great way to, to make up your mind, mate. Tony Watson, Megadeth for me, Spreading the Disease is a great album, but Peace Sells, uh, yeah, but Who's Buying is career-defining. There yeah, you go, possibly. there's a statement, isn't it? Mm. Possibly it is the, the ultimate for, for many people, the, 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 the pinnacle, the zenith that, that Megadeth never quite it certainly was so far so good so what it was all a bit ooh, it's still a strong album but rust in peace kind of scaled those heights of peace cells again and then um they certainly went down that more commercial path and uh, and i have to say though carl i have to say we'll be talking about it later we'll be back they are back who's that sorry uh who's that uh preston north end megadeth you better <laughs> Oh yes, oh, of course, yeah. Oh, fucking hell, dopey. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I've I've stopped listening to that now. I'll tell you why I've stopped listening to that because I don't want it to spoil the album again. It's one of those things I've listened to it quite a few times, and you know when you've listened to a yeah. single lots and yeah. lots of times, it kind of you, you almost want to skip it because you want to hear the rest of it. I don't want to yeah. do that, so I've kind of stopped listening to it. Um, Adrian Marsh, spreading the disease is probably my favourite anthem. piece so easy choice i'm afraid are you there Hello. mate yeah are you there mate yes 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 you you cut out for a bit and i just heard you say choice i'm afraid oh that was uh, adrian, adrian marsh, marsh say, yeah say he loves spreading the disease so that's uh i mean masterpiece there's these words spring up there you go career defining masterpiece these are all mm. sticker albums on the front aren't they yeah psychobs uh, kind of commissioned it and said yep yeah, go on then you you can go yeah. and put your sticker on the front of the album because he's he's in charge of sticker in these albums he is um darren charles this is a nightmare i love both records and both bands they are my favorite album by each i'm voting anthrax as they need support and des and it deserves to be a close run thing and it was a close run thing absolutely it was going to be a close run thing as it was over at the instagram corner where you oh, make... tell us what happened yeah. in instagram about it yes well over at instagram corner uh whilst it wasn't the volume of votes that we have over on facebook we had 10 votes and cool we had peace cells securing eight and spreading disease securing two 
Now, okay. I had all, all the regular kind of people that get stuck in, James Angel, Good Friendly Vinyl Fun, Neuronext, Dave Metal Man Man, Scar Pasqualo, Tricky Hudson, Power Slave, Steve Distressed. Um, and, yeah, there were some really great comments. But, again, I'm going to go back to my old mate, Good Vinyl Friendly Fun, and read out his comment. He says... Go on, please do. I still haven't changed my mind because he wasn't sure. Peace sells. I love... Spreading the disease with its richness of melody, choruses, riffs, and fond memories of youth that it invokes. But the technicality, tone, inspiration, and uniqueness of peace can't be matched. I'm pretty bummed that these two faced off so early in the draw, because for me, these are finalists. And I think that kind of, that's key yeah. there. They could both easily have been finalists. Yeah, well, if I had seeded them again, I'm, I'm sure they would have got through to the semi-final. But uh, we decided not to do that for the last one, and it was so exciting. And these, yeah. it's good to get a, a good plum tie for each round. It's only going to get more and more difficult. We're only going to get classic albums up against classic albums the deeper we go. So, um, yeah, good good comment there. The Montrose Metalheads as well, Carl. The Montrose oh, Metalheads up there north of the border from certainly where we are yes. with down south. But the Montrose Metalheads, they also back Pete Sells. They backed the winner as well. Mm. So cheers, Jamie. Jamie Kinghorn, who's uh, got a little group going yeah. on up there and he's in, involved is. Kevin Anderson, he puts it up on his, uh, his stream as well. And he gets uh, he got quite a few votes on this one, seven or eight. And I'm thinking maybe for the final, because it is the final and people can, can vote how they want in the final, we should just include all everyone's votes and, and put it into one big vat and see what the what we get. Absolutely. That, be, that could be a lot of fun, couldn't it? So um, the result was... Anthrax, uh, well, there was 182 people voted. Anthrax got 37% and Megadeth got 62. So as much as everyone was saying career-defining, masterpiece, classic, Anthrax had a, had a good go at them, I think. I, I, think that, I think that is pretty good going, the 37%. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's, you're not a million miles off, are you? No, I mean, it's still a hell of a... <laughs> A lot of votes being secured against possibly one of the well against an album that's over three and a half years of doing this is at number two and is rightly regarded as one of thrash metal's best albums so yeah and any other day anthrax would have walked it definitely definitely so well uh they um uh, anthrax will be back with among the living um for next year i'm sure that will qualify uh I'll eat my hat if it doesn't qualify. In fact, it could go ahead and win it all. Um, and uh, Megadeth sail through to the next round. We'll see what sails through with the second one. But we will move on and we will do some deepest cuts with our old mate, Bolton's Bangers. It's always nice to get deep and get cut in and having a bit of deepest cuts. It's great that we can include members to come on and share some songs that they want added to a playlist. Oh, the man with imp yes i'm here are you here sorry yeah, you're you chopped out go on so yeah you're, you're you're talking about neil bolton and you and he just sort of and then you carried on again so I, I i just felt i had to say something sorry mate go ahead he's, he's a man of impeccable taste and that shines through on his choices we had three choices each and his choices were morass of molasses 
and mm -hmm. he went for uh, Evile, and he also remind me the other one that Neil went for. I Opeth think it was. Opeth, there you go, Carl. There you go. How did you get there on with you that? Go, mate. Uh, it, do you know what I did feel? Uh, did this come out after um, what's their what's their classic track called that I I love? You like yeah, Sorcerers, don't you? No, the other one, the the uh, twelve oh, Deliverance. One. Deliverance. Did this come out after the Deliverance? This uh, Ghost Reveries was before. Uh, sorry, Ghost Reveries was way after uh, Deliverance. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I kind of felt with Harlequin Forest, they tried, they didn't do, it didn't sound like Deliverance, but the kind of way it was arranged and everything, they tried to, to follow that kind of pathway again. Well, they went, I mean, Deliverance, they, they then had uh, an album called Damnation, which was like the, the alternative is a little, you know, the softer one that you've heard and go like, nah, that ain't for me. It's That's the one shit. you made me listen to, didn't you? You said yeah. you have oh, to listen to it. So stupidly I did. Yeah. Uh, and and then Ghost Reveries came after that, so you've got that kind of the, the death metal of Deliverance, and well, progressive death metal, and then you've got the beautiful progressive rock. Um, however, it's just Opeth uh, with Damnation. Then you've got this Ghost Reveries, which kind of encompasses a whole load of what's going on there. So yes, there are aspects of um, that heaviness, that kind of progressive heaviness within ghost reveries I, I love how they try and I, I mean unless you know the song but how they do try and get harlequin forest in the lyrics as well because it doesn't it works but it doesn't you know kind of harlequin forest. it it, it, it yeah, you, you might know what i'm talking about mate will you? no I, did, did, are you telling me that one of the lyrics is harlequin forest he gets it in there he says harlequin forest <laughs> Oh God's sake! That's that is uh, that is tough. That is a tough one to get in. But um, um, just moving away from Opeth now, because I know we could we could wax lyric, or rather you could wax lyric. I and mean, I do like Opeth. There's no question about that. But um, the, the one that opened up, um, a masses of molasses. Um, we got straight on. Uh, I got a message from Bones Hughes who is the lead singer of um, uh, Amasses of Molasses, who just said on the answering the questions for the for the club, just went, um, I'm only here because my band got a mention. So I, I, I approved him and said, look, this is, you know, the club, it's fresh metal. It's we were talking to a friend on uh, uh, one of the members on Deepest Cuts. Um, and he went. I said, you know, basically we're a thrash metal, but any kind of band, we like all sorts of stuff. And once you're in, you're kind of in. And he kind of went, we're definitely not thrash, but thank you for the support. So there you go, Neil. You got a, a big shout out from Bones Shoes, the lead singer of um, Masses of Molasses, which is pretty cool. Yeah, he also um, was appreciative. The band were also appreciative on instagram as well but thanks for the support so that was really cool they are uh, they're, they're a cool band so and, they're and cool in our world now so they're, they're in it was it was a lovely song it's a interesting interesting vocal really quite uh quite an alluring uh, vocal to, to really pulled you in i i thought and that guitar tone they've got is fantastic but yeah uh, another great selection of lots of different songs and you know carl yes you went for something that I picked up on earlier. Yes. 
You went for Raven, didn't you? I did. Yes, I certainly did. That was the uh, that was my third choice. Adam Matheson went for Raven the last uh, couple of deepest cuts ago. It was a newer album, though. I think that one wasn't it. It wasn't off the first album, the one that he went for. No. And um, next year, the 40th yeah. anniversary of the album All for One is happening. Okay. They are, they are playing at the Black Heart. Now, the Black Heart's a, a very small venue uh, for us, anyway, certainly in London. And um, you'd be up for a trip to see Raven? Oh, yeah, but certainly. In its entirety, All for One. Oh, certainly, yeah. Let's um, let's get down to the Black Heart. Yeah, I'll be up for that. It depends what day it is, obviously, but when, when is it next year? Oh, yeah, it's, this is... Um, yeah, this is New Year. If I said February, March, April, I might have got it right, but it's okay. it's kind of five okay. or six dates across Scotland and 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 and, and England and possibly Cardiff. I, I I really haven't, but yeah, they're they're playing and it is to celebrate 40th anniversary of All for One. So I'd be up for it because I enjoyed the one that, that Adam put in and and that one you put in. I'd certainly head up to the Black Heart. Okay, well let's um, let's uh, stick that in the diary and see. I, I say now. I mean, I would like to go. Uh, a lot can happen between now and then. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely up for that. Yeah, it's Wednesday at three o'clock in the afternoon, Carl. <laughs> yeah, in term time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. What did our members think of our sister podcast, mate? Mark Penson, he of Penson Plate, nice mix. Which we're drawing of- later, by the way. Sorry to cut across you. We're drawing Penson Plate later, mate. Nice mix of track there, lads. Great to hear from Neil Bolton. Yes, made of Tifa from South Wales. Now, they won your choices, weren't they, made of Tifa? Yes. I think the Newport area. They're in good company with some great stoner, dirty rock punk bands such as Sigiria, Sons of Thunder, Lassatilia. They were very recently opened for High on Fire in that London, so maybe that's a stream count will rise. Yeah, well, it should do if they're supporting High on Fire, because they're one of your boys, aren't they? Stand up, sit down. I remember that one. Uh, they're, they're a great band, High on Fire. I really like them, yeah. The Machine have to say. The, the Machine, he said, great listen and bloody awesome choices, Neil Bolton. Hoping to see Morass of Molasses when they play Fuel next month. Made of teeth are indeed from Newport and the surrounding areas, as Mark Penson has said. This is definitely a solid scene down here with the bands he mentioned, all top draw. I reviewed Sociopathogen for Evermetal. It's a bit of a beast. Um, and Soldier of Fortune, which Opeth covered, is a deep purple cover, not Thin Lizzy. Uh, we're getting a correction. We yes, we were talking about it's a Thin Lizzy cover, but it is in fact. Yeah, that's sorry, that, that's me. And um, quite that. Thank you, Paul, for clearing up my yeah my my lack of knowledge. I mean, I don't. <laughs> if you listen to the songs, I've, which I've since gone back to listen again uh, to the Opeth song and the. Um, yeah, they only share a similarity in song name. They are yeah. the, the Opeth song is is the Deep Purple song, and I wasn't aware of the Thin Lizzy song uh, other than in name. So, yeah, I cocked up, and I'm happy to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, oh, but you know what? It's oh, it's it's okay, mate, because I could really upset Paul Hutchins. Go Deep Purple, Thin Lizzy, same thing, really. Oh. That's not going to be go down too well. They are two different bands. I like Deep Purple and Thin Lizzy, but there you go. There you go. Um, 
No, and uh, I, uh, I'll have to have a read of that Evermetal uh, um, review. Um, and, but there was some, because you, you went all over the place, really. Um, a, a different kind of overkill uh, track that finished everything out, which was the mystery one at the end, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought I'd go. I, I, it's my from my favourite Overkill album. I really enjoyed the, that song, and I thought, well, I enjoyed the whole album. And I just thought, no, it kind of closed out the album. It will close out the playlist. And then I had a bit of creative from one of their albums that people mm-hmm. disregard as an industrial album, but it was an all-out thrasher, I thought. And then a bit of Scottish post-hardcore with Kadish. And yeah, sent me a nice message today saying, uh, sorry, they haven't sent the vinyl, but they've kind of been bit busy and laid up and and you know not able to get out so uh, it'll be in the post soon no problem at all so look forward to getting that whenever it comes cool bit of communication there now talking about neil bolton talking about overkill mate it only seems right doesn't it that we now yes. go on i'm oh, just gonna say what's that carl a man with impediments <laughs> such as such as mr bolton talking about overkill but, uh, yeah, well, let's get over and let's see what he has to say. His best ever performance of a result for Bolton's Bangers. Bolton. Bangers. Bolton. Bangers. Yeah. Hey, up, Thrashers. We have the results for the Overkill Bangers. Bobby's vocals did seem to be an issue for some of you, but certainly not the majority of the club. The top five is all from the 1980s, but the track choices themselves, well, they came from a lot more years as well. I predicted that Hello from the Gutter would land at number one, and did it. Well, hang on a second and you'll find out. Thanks to all that voted and all that commented. A few of you complained that distilling their catalogue down to three songs was a tough task. And you were right, but we did it anyway. Some of you strangely complained about other people's choices. Why? Okay, here we go. Top five countdown. Out of the 36 tracks that were named, at number five is Rotten to the Core from 1985's Feel the Fire album. In at number four, Deny the Cross from 87's Taking Over. At number three, Wrecking Crew, again from Taking Over. At number two, yes, Hello from the Gutter, and that's from Under the Influence. So that means at number one, Elimination from the Years of Decay from the 1989 classic. So, ladies and gentlemen, I was wrong. Thanks all again, and see you for another one soon. Oh, and for all the people that uh, didn't like Bobby's high-pitched vocals, Eliminate the way, eliminate the wrong, eliminate the weak, eliminate the strong, eliminate your feelings, eliminate your leg, eliminate the hold, eliminate the way! <laughs> For fuck's sake. So that was an astonishing performance by Mr. Bolton for lots of different reasons, mate. Not least because of that performance at the end, mate. He can rival Bobby Blitz any day of the week, twice on Sundays. Absolutely. Yeah, Bobby Blitz. <laughs> oxygen needs that. Get, get, when you need your oxygen, Bobby, just get get 
get our, the, yeah. our old mate, yeah, get Neil down and he he will stand in for you. Yeah, he'll get and he'll jump in the pit as well. Yeah, he will. Um, absolutely, absolutely right. Um, and also, it's you know, when you say, why are people criticising other people's choices? Why? You know, you don't need to criticise. You can ask them, well, you know, I don't want you like that track. I don't think it's that good. You know, certainly we don't criticise in the club. We, we, we shouldn't criticise in the club. You know, we, we, we've got lots of uh, lots of other things to do. There's plenty of other people to do that for us. Uh, so, you know, let's try yeah. and stay positive. But I think in the most, most people were. So, um, but it's, you know, overkill back in the 80s. Some of that stuff is untouchable and it's a, it's a great top three that as well, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. Elimination. Hello from the gutter and wrecking crew. Not my top three, but mm. get, yeah, get over it. If someone chooses three different songs to you, <laughs> just who cares? It's their yeah. choice. And, and oh, Christ, it's just yeah. get over it. Yeah. Yeah, I get all oh, give them a listen and see what you think now. That's Absolutely. what I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we look forward to another Bolton's bangers at a later date and another brilliant vocal performance from Neil. I'm trying to think who he could possibly uh, who we could get him to emulate next or imitate next, maybe. Um someone with a really uh, there you go, we could we could do Rob Halford. He could do a Rob Halford impression. No, do I don't next. <laughs> well, <laughs> Priest would be a good one, wouldn't it? I mean, they're not thrash metal, but it would be interesting because, you know, we, we're featuring this week, we're featuring uh, Metallica, St. Anger. And whilst we're not a thrash band, he certainly featured, he's featured ACDC, he's featured yeah. Slipknot. We don't have to be thrash, but... As, thrash. Mm, um, yeah, Priest would be an interesting one. It'd be good to... I mean, it would be a good one. I just want to hear the impression. If you want to do, because uh, obviously uh, Neil has full autonomy, autonomy? Um, what, what am I saying? Um, to pick what he likes, but I just want to hear the impression. So, if you don't, if Neil, if you don't want to pick Judas Priest, just do the impression and then go on with whoever you're um, you're going to to pick. Mm. You know, I, th- I think that would be. Perfect. If you could do, the... I think he's ready. Yeah, he's ready to to, to give us exciter. That's what I think. Exciter. <laughs> I want, I want the intro to All Guns Blazing. Twist it! Uh, yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, there you go. That's the one we want. That's, that's You've hit it again, mate. That's what we need. Neil Bolton's up for the challenge. And, of course, him and uh, Gareth Pugh and Paul Hutchings. I am absolutely envious because they're going to the Colville Metal Meet today, uh, this weekend. And we, uh, things have changed. I couldn't get there. And it's really frustrating. They're now all talking about meeting up and drinking beer. And it's going to be a hot one. And it's going to be really good. And we're not going to be there with them. But they're going to have a great time. Yeah. uh, Situations change. We can't go. But uh, so so be it. It is what it is. They'll have a great time, no doubt, and we'll uh, we'll see pictures, we'll read words, yeah. and yeah, it's a great, it's a real great celebration of uh, heavy music, and and I hope everyone that goes has a wonderful time. Definitely, definitely. Shall we get the second um, sophomore out the way? So far, so good. Sophomore out the way. Absolutely. Um, well, as two classic albums meeting together this you i think are two very classic albums metallica's ride the lightning and for whose advantage came smashing out of the uh out of the breach so um 
but again, Ride the Lightning is such a favoured album and such a loved album. It's the top of our tree on the Hall of Fame. People just love everything. They won't hear a bad word against this. It was always going to be tough for Zentrix to get any inroads whatsoever. For most people, there's going to be some that really value and love that album ahead of the Lightning, which for many people is seen as a bit of a oh, really, but it happens, you know. Yeah, it, it you know, people whilst it is the 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 legacy album and the brilliant album that many people know, there's a few out there, Carl included, that that, yep. that would go for for Who's Advantage. What is it about for Who's Advantage, Carl? Just you know, for those that probably may not have listened to Who's Advantage, what is it about that album that okay. sees it? ahead of Ride the Lightning for you? Well, um, it, I, they're my favourite three were back in the day as uh, Zentrix. I love all of those first three albums, really. I, I really do. I even like Kin. So I just felt they had something about them. They were, they were just pure thrash for me. They, they didn't try to be anything else. And for whose advantage came out, and they were the big English hope of pure thrash metal, really. Yes, there were other bands doing other things, but they really come out and they and i thought they really gave it a go and i you know hearing what you were talking about the other week where they didn't get tour support was really upsetting because i just felt that if somebody had got behind them or a, a label had gone actually we need to or even a band like metallica had said look come on and play some shows with us we'll, you'll expose you to a bigger audience no one ever did for whatever reason and uh you know they they, they never got that that massive break that i always thought uh, they should have deserved but Yes, I love For Whose Advantage, and I love all the songs on there, and I, I, I know them backwards and forwards and inside out. As I do know, a lot of people feel about Ride the Lightning. But for me, Ride the Lightning as well, it, I'm not bored of it. I'm not, I, I can listen to Ride the Lightning again tomorrow and think it's a great album. So I'm not, you know, it's, it's a nine, it's a ten, something around that kind of mark for me. That's not a question. But with it, I just feel that, again, I've... It, it's a, a lot of them are overplayed for me, you know, uh, for who the bells holds a great album. I'll sing along with it live. Do I need to hear it on vinyl anymore? I don't know. And, you know, let's, yes, of let's course, give it I'm, to me then. Eh? And then well, well, of course I will listen to it. I will listen to it again. That's not a problem. Creeping death. When that comes up, I will listen to that. No problem at all. But it, it's, it's, um, I, I kind of, I, I, I the overplayedness of them and my total familiarity with them, even when I don't necessarily want to listen to them because they get played everywhere. Um, I just feel it, 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 it takes it down a little bit for me. It really does. So and I don't feel that way about who's advantage because that doesn't get played on every single radio station or every single uh, playlist or whatever because it's not considered an absolute classic album. So that's why I love for who's advantage that's why I voted for it override the lightning really I can see I can hear what you're saying with the uh, ride the lightning it uh, for me it's it's probably number four of the first four albums if I went to listen to it one, yeah, one, okay. one you know it, I'd, I'd head for kill them all justice and um master of puppets override the lightning and, and for many people like, wow crazy yeah right there no way but it is music it's what you like what you got into it's what your emotional connections whatever but um 
yeah, I, I hear you because I I went for obnoxious over Ride the Lightning, but yeah, the um, whichever album, bar a couple that would have come up against Ride the Lightning, it would have been just as one sided. I think I, yeah. I don't think there's as many that quite have that volume. I mean, there was a massive count, wasn't it? Huge, huge, huge numbers people have voted. Well, let's do let's do that now then, because uh, two hundred and five people voted in this, a hundred and seventy or eighty five percent of which were for Ride the Lightning. Mm. Um, so, for whose advantage, only got fifteen percent of the vote. Um, it it it's uh, it was a, it was a it got absolutely smashed and 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 kind of rightfully so. But it's, uh, yeah, it it is it it happened. Uh, Ride the Lightning would do that to most albums, and I think we we mentioned earlier there's only a couple of albums it won't do that, but everyone's very confident that it will go through. So, you know, they they're through. They they are they're into the quarterfinals or into the last eight. You'd expect them to be. You'd expect them to be in the final, and it's really a case of who's going to play them in the final. But um, you would think only one or two albums could really give them a run for their money. And let's see what happens if and when that that does occur. Yeah. So uh, Greg Ritchie was one of the people that voted and he said, just for the record, for whose advantage is a stonker of an album in its own right? Right. I love the three Zentrex albums, but Ride the Lightning were always going to be the winner. And that, uh, Greg, was a... A, a reoccurring theme where hardly anyone disliked Zentrex is for whose advantage, but they just love Ride the Lightning. That's it. And and if you look at if you break down two hundred and five um, votes, and you know fifteen percent of them going to Zentrex, that's still a lot of people that have chosen Zentrex yeah. over Ride the Lightning. It's not it's not going to make any dent on winning, but it's still no. you know however many people you know. 20 people or, or whatever it is I, you know the the <laughs> people go there going so to 29 up. actually yeah. <laughs> but you know what i mean it's, it's yeah. make a record that it, that people feel is better than ride the lightning that, that's brilliant uh jamie kinghorn ride the lightning is a worthy winner but i think i speak for many of us when i say it's sad to see zentrix bomb out so unceremoniously but i'm sure they would be first to agree that metallica were the worthy winners of this round it's a phenomenal album that i don't think i'll ever tire of well there you go and, and jamie he, he well he doesn't get tired because he just kind of he just keeps going anyway but yeah it's you know and Interesting that um, Zentrek were would be the first to admit it. Uh, Kevin Adamson invited Stan to the club, who commented on Ed Kevin Adamson's um, feed of it because uh, again uh, Kevin shared it, and you know he didn't answer the questions. He hasn't interacted with the club, but I just thought, well, it's Stan from Zentrek. Did you let him in? I let him in. Ah, oh, you. Did. <laughs> I didn't let him in. I let him in. I let him. In. I oh. thought, well, it's Stan, it's Stan from Central. I thought he's I been invited. In. Oh, he got yeah. invited, so I let him in. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he may not interact, but you know, who's to who's to say that he won't? But if he is, if by some miracle he is listening to this, I still, I am a big fanboy. I thought the Camden Underworld show was ex- excellent, and uh, I wrote uh, when he had an interview with H. I'd done this thing saying thank you for all the music. It means yeah. a lot to a lot of people. And Stan being very gracious as he is, I said, well, I think you're wrong, but thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I think a lot of these question answer things get taken out of by the time it gets to the interviewer to ask the interviewee the question how you wanted that question to be asked often yeah. gets changed anyway so you can ask questions of these people and by the time it gets there it's just like oh well you know you're kind of like go on then it, it doesn't work out but yeah the Zentrix Underworld show I, I was blown away and I'm not a massive Zentrix fan I, I liked them back in the day but yeah, I, I don't like the last album. Didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy it. You know, just wasn't into it. But mm-hmm. seeing them at Camden Underworld, I was blown away by them. I, I thought they were fantastic, and you know, what a what a wall of sound! Just brilliant. And um, yeah, over on Instagram Corner, the guys over there. Um, hang on, I'll, I'll let you finish. Yeah, and- let me finish the Facebook boys first and girls. Oh, are you doing face? Are you, let no, me do no, Facebook. You, you carry yeah. on. You got you got Andy. He's, he's Andy, a Andy Harris has been waiting patient. I know the answer is Ride the Lightning, but if I had the choice of which to listen to right now, it's Centrex. Explain that one, Professor Cox. Mm. Well, I can. I think I'm going to have a go in explaining it. I think that's the over listening and the plastering of Ride the Lightning everywhere that you kind of. But well, I know those songs. Don't particularly need to listen to them. I, I haven't, uh, for whose advantage, hasn't been plastered anywhere. So I'm going to listen to that one. You can almost listen to Ride the Lightning without listening to it, can't you? Yeah. And you, a lot of, I mean, I, I'm not one of them. I, I certainly didn't play it to death, but I certainly know, you know, that certainly the the um, for whom the bell tolls and and kill them all just from the amount of times you've seen Metallica live I mean crikey you, you know you, they play them every single show and they're always good but there are some people that they, they don't need to listen to Ride the Line and they could hum it and sing it all the way through and, and mm. know exactly what was going on and exactly the right moment yeah, don't I don't think know. many people certainly Andy among them could do that for whose advantage so you're going to listen to that one aren't you no no, I, I prefer the production on for whose advantage I think it's much much uh, much more a rounded sound and it's just that that it's a huge legacy it's the huge influence that a lot of um, ride the lightning will mean to a lot of people plus it's got some killer songs on it and it? it's yes. got some huge huge songs it really has but over what, on instagram corner yeah, go on tell us what happened at instagram corner well we had all the usual contributors again plus we had crush beat uh, Skateboard, Don Micah, Thrashteroid. That's a great hand uh, handle, isn't it? Thrashteroid. Ultimate Power Corrupts, um, Soul My Soul to Rock and Roll, Power Slave 16V, and Scott B77. But I'm going to read Crustbeat Skateboards. He said, or she said, this is the hardest choice yet. Zentrix, a criminally underrated band in my humble. And for whose advantage was an important album for me as a spotty teenager. Ride the Lightning is obviously an iconic and groundbreaking album and definitely opened my eyes and ears when I was beginning to sprout pubes and gazed longingly at my French teacher. <laughs> I have to go with my gut with this as both albums are solid. Ride the Lightning just takes it from me. Uh, there you go. So maybe the percentage, and I think a few people uh, did think that, maybe the percentage of the decision making, again, if you had to put it into a pot, um, and again, no way that Facebook could do this, but wouldn't it be great that you, if you go, I'm up, you know, my decision is 55% Ride the Lightning, 45% Who's Advantage, put that in the pot. Yeah. You know, you go on and say, well, no, I'm 100% Ride the Lightning, uh, I'm going to put that in. Where that <laughs> would equal out, it certainly would be a lot closer than 85 to 15%, I'm sure. 
it was always a French teacher, so wasn't it? I mean, we had a French teacher. She was, she, 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 she was always the one that everyone. It wasn't the geography teacher, no, or the no. history teacher. It's always the French teachers. You think of it, saucy, yeah. Anyway, smothered in onions and covered in sauce. Right. So we don't have to, we don't have to draw a new so far so good sophomore, do we? We are we are. Are we going to redraw a pencil place? Because you think we've drawn one, don't you? I'm almost, I'm almost sure that um, when we were on last time, no, I don't um, think we did. That we we drew we drew um, the last rounds, but I don't think we, you know we got three rounds in there. Uh, I know Ke- um, Andrew Matthews drawed one, but I thought he drew one and that ultimately drew the other. But did he draw the one with suckers, um, demolition hammer, venom slammer, and artillery in it? If he did. Uh, we're all good. If not, um, we, we, we're going to draw it anyway. So um, you've got the number random generator, mate. We're going we're gonna to do the first uh, the round that we're going to be doing. We're going to draw five. Mm. So go ahead, mate, and draw your five for me. Uh, toi. Toi. Uh, I don't, I don't volez-vous. So what's that? Is that three? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, yeah. The Haunted, mate, are out the hat with Make Me Do It, an old album of the week. Okay. Bomb card, I think that was. Was that an album of our fortnight, wasn't it? An album that we featured it, yeah. We fe- we certainly featured a Haunted album. Number two, Carl. Annihilated the ultimate deception. Get in there, Psy. Get in there, Psy Cobb. Next. Between what? One and eight now, mate. Uh, seven, Carl. COC Animosity. Wow. Crossover classic. Remember, it's the top two of this group that go through at the weekend. One to, what are we, seven now? Uh, seven. It is, oh, you're like this, Possessed Beyond the Gates. Okay. So one more then, mate, one to six. Number one. Lormo of Death, The Return of the Metal Bozo Clowns. Okay. So we've got, for this this fortnight, uh, for, the, for this weekend rather, we are going to be listening to The Haunted, Make Me Do It, Annihilated, The Ultimate Deception, COC Animal possessed beyond the gates and lawnmower death return of the metal bozo clowns do you want to hazard a guess and tell me which one is going to finish top of the pops mate top of the pops what's your Uh, prediction from that this is a little more difficult to predict isn't it than so sophomore for obvious reasons five of them for one thing yeah um i mean i like I like Lormo Death, the fabulous metal bozo clowns. I like it, but it's not an album that I would, you know. Um, I think it's a tough one. Possessed, possessed album's good. It's not. It's not. Um, Seven Churches, is it? No. Animosity is good. Animosity is good, but it's a it's a kind of hardcore crossover classic. Certainly. It, I mean, it'd be good. Uh, annihilated and what was the annihilated one the ultimate desecration i don't know that i'm i'm, I'm ashamed to say i don't know, that. I, know sure. I know created in hate and i um 
yeah. so that's going to be a voyage so that's going of discovery to be, for Annihilated. It's going to be a new one for me. And what was? And there was one more, and that Haunted. was the Haunted. We featured the Haunted album. I think we featured the um, the first the, one was the, the, the debut. Called the, the the haunted, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, not made me do it, but made me do it. I think we'll go through because that's highly regarded as a, a bit of a classic. I think with many people in the club, but um, it's going to be a it's going to be a, a good listen anyway. It's going to be a great listen. Do you want to know what the other uh, the other or should we save the other um, save them, group? Carl? Save them, save them, save, save them, them, old safe hand seaman. Save them, yeah, save sling sheet seaman. Cool. That's that. That's all. We vote for that this weekend. Top two go through. Right, let's press on, shall we? I've got some mentions to mention. Well, mention them then. I will mention them then. Um, so, uh, mention them. We, I shall. Imperium have had their CD artwork signed off, and they're promoting a. Uh, they're going to promote it on August the sixth at the Fighting Cocks in Kingston in Surrey, um, and they're going to be joined by how is it how bad? Uh, Thrasher Wolf and Bang Over for the uh, CD opening or the CD celebration release launch party, whatever you want to call it. Uh, five track uh, CD. Oh, well, I say it's five track. We've got Here Comes the Night, The Passing, Ragnarok, Deceived, and Stickers. Or does the album come with stickers? Don't know. But either way, we are. I'm definitely going to try and get to that. It's a warm up for Bloodstock. Uh, they are closing the uh, new Blood Tent on the Saturday night. What a well, words obviously got around that. The, yeah. You know, the, the, their show is not something that you want on a three o'clock in an afternoon. You want it to, when when the party's really happening because they they are something else live. They truly are, and I'm looking forward to getting my greasy mitts on. Yeah. On a pre-order, I've seen tonight that they um, certainly Dave Wiggy Marlow, who, who loves a bit of merch. He was yeah. he, he had a. He had a uh, Imperium T-shirt on, and and um, yeah, gonna look to grab one of them as well. Certainly, the Ragnarok grey T-shirts look really cool. Yep. So gonna yeah, we're gonna spend a bit of money there at the Fighting Cocks. Um, certainly with Thrash Wolf Bang Over and certainly Imperium. We'll see what the other band Halberd are like as well. So that is all the mentions that we are going to talk about for the time being. Uh, although we have got um, Rich Tricky Hudson has got a Heavy Claw album out. We featured that. And he's also thinking about putting a, uh, a heavy metal podcast for mental health. So we will be uh, awaiting that soon. But you can go and listen to the new Heavy Claw album, which is great. Um, but shall we go on to rank and file, mate? I think we move on. Yeah, I think uh, just to echo what you said there about Rich, he's uh, yeah, um, just works tirelessly really on on yeah. not only his own mental health but his own band and uh, exercising and uh, yeah, just just kind of being blatantly honest and and just sharing stuff on on social media and it's quite refreshing to see. So. If you like a bit of thrash, death, black metal, check out Heavy Claw because it could be your next favourite band. It might not be for you, that's fair enough, but give them a go. You, you know, there's lots of bands out there that you might miss because for whatever reason, but give them a go. Now, um, we've got, yes, please do. Now, uh, we're going on to rank and file, and I've totally seen that I we've, uh, we we kind of arranged just beforehand who's going to talk about what, and I've totally balls that up. So do you want to talk about this, mate? 
Well, it was, I feel that we should be inviting Hutch in here for a little kind of three-way chat because he he does a lot of the rank and file for us, doesn't he? He kind of mm. comes up with it. He certainly comes up with the write-ups. He does all that and it's fantastic. Often comes up with all the bands as well. And I think he should then, um, if if I do the results and send them to him, he could do a little bit for us then. Do you think like a like a Bolton's Bangers? I feel a bit of a fraud doing it now, Carl, to be honest. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Do. Okay. Yeah. Let's see when he hears I mean, this. He doesn't need any, uh, as if he needs any more on his plate to have to deal with. I know. But, yeah, I know. Other than a little audio section from me and you going, Paul, can you just do this? Yeah. I, I think, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. Let, let's see if he wants to. If he wants to do it, that would be because it's kind not, of turning into problem. his feature, really, isn't it? So well, I think, it is. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, he does I do it. feel we, a bit we, of a fraud. I, just, I feel that fraud in there as well, mate. I, I really do. We, we, we just kind of um, facilitate the four bands for him. But it's, uh, I mean, that, that I mean we, talking about clean sheet semen, we are the Gary Lineker just toe poking it over the line, really, aren't we? Ooh, a bit harsh there, mate. I mean, Gary Lineker, he did score one goal with his head. Yeah, there is still about three inches out, though, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, we like the collaboration. I love the collaboration of getting this together. We get a few messages going backwards and forwards, and we go, we got one in the pipeline now. Um, uh, so, uh, for the new one, but this one, we said, we've got to have this one. I'd like this one. You said you'd like that one. Um, Paul said, I'd like this one. So, it all came together quite nicely. But if, do you want to, um, do you want to tell us what they were and read the results, mate? Well, we have Megadeth with their song that is uh, doing the rounds at the moment. We'll be back. We had Infanteria, the uh, Australian band Embrace of Trauma. Mantic Ritual, Crusader. Thank you to Carl Eric Jenkins that brought that to our attention a couple of months. Well, yeah, uh, a month or so ago. So we, we kind of snuck that in as well. And In Flames, State of Slow Decay. So a bit of a mixture there, but we got some, you know, some big bands there and a couple of lesser known bands. So it was, yeah, it's good to throw in those lesser known bands with the big ones. And what was the result? Well, it's no surprise whatsoever, I don't think, to anyone that Megadeth will be back, came first. Uh, In Flames, in fourth place. Uh, You like a bit of In Flames? Do you like this song? Yeah, certainly did. It was my uh, second choice, actually. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind it, Carl. I didn't mind it. It didn't do an awful lot for me. It just sounded like I'd expect an Inflames, modern Inflames song to sound, really. I, I thought an album of this, I, I, I don't think I'd really quite go with, but it, it, it was okay. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so Inflames, 21 points. Mantic Ritual, which I really liked. I love that riff, they're going through it. And again, a whole album of it, hmm, not sure, but really, really love that greasy kind of attitude of that new wave of British heavy metal, um, thrashy, classic metal sound going through it. Really liked it. They got 23 points. Stretching out a little bit further, Infanteria, Embrace the Trauma, 29 points, one first position. And then way out in front, 46 points. Megadeth will be back, 11 first points. Um, yeah, pretty much nearly double. Well, just under double what Infanteria got. And yeah, absolutely stole the show. Yeah, and, and I think rightfully so. I think it's a great effort that what they put through. And um, yeah, it's... it's it, I'm awaiting the album eagerly now. Uh, Megadeth 
I think Howard H. Smith said it the best when he kind of said when he was reading all this stuff and um, uh, Dave Mustaine says this is the hardest, thrashiest stuff. We is absolutely killer. This is the best stuff we've written. And they, uh, uh, Howard H. Smith's reply is, well, you're going to say that. Of course you're going to say that. Mm. But again, hearing this first one, if that is the closer on the album, what's the opener going to be like? Yeah. And it's a song of a couple of parts as well, isn't it? It's not yeah. like it does the same thing all the way through. It really kind of chops and changes. And no, it's great. I, I really liked it. I think it's uh, it's got great production to it. And it's just, yeah, really exciting. Dave sounds good on it. Not sure quite. Yeah. He's, he's, not, he's not wailing like a banshee because I don't think he can. But he's doing what he can do to the <laughs> absolute limit of what he's doing. So I... And that's all, all I want to ask for. So, and I think it works quite. That menacing kind of works really well uh, for that song, anyway. Well, Dean Hughes, um, Dean Hughes actually came up with the correct order. Would you believe Dino? Dino, well done, Dino. Yeah. So that's absolutely brilliant that we we got a uh, uh, Paul Hutchins also come up with it as well. He got the correct order, but. We feel because it's his feature, he's kind of got inside information, but he got the right one as well. Yeah, I, I, I think I just missed out. I think I'm, my Mantic Ritual were number two, and Megadeth was certainly number one for me. I thought it was a yeah. great song. It harks back to that classic, classic era, and it's yeah, bodes well for the new album. It's um, yeah, very clinical. All, those riffs, really good. They almost got a clean sweep of first places, mm-hmm. Megadeth. So that just shows you the quality that they have. And we will be getting another uh, rank and file together. It's coming together quite nicely. But, yeah, we could have another sort of Bolton's Bangers type feature, but with um, Paul Hutchings' rank and file. We could get Neil Bolton to do, the, uh, to do the vocals in the style of Rob Elford for him. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Right, shall we... Because um, we've got to let these wonderful people that are listening, so we've got to let them go, mate. Because we've been talking and talking and talking, and they're thinking, for fuck's sake, I've listened to you talk about ants and classic thrash metal and all of this sort of stuff. Yeah. But there's one thing we've got to do, and I absolutely, totally, totally accept that I almost forgot about this. But you guys have answered the call. I put up very late a um, who's been, uh, uh, what have you been listening to? And a lot of uh, a few people have uh, quite a few people have responded, so really appreciate that. And we've got something to read out to finish up the podcast. Have you got it up, Robbie? I have. Do you want to go first? Uh, is it none other than the machine that's first? Yes, it is. He's got in there quick, which is great. So much music to listen to, but I'm going to plump for three live shows. This time last week, I was being subjected to more pyro than I thought possible as Ramstein lit up the Principality Stadium in the company of H from Acid Rain and club members Mark Pensum and Richard Oliver and Julian J. Birch. Saturday night saw the magnificent I Fight Bears went through to a Friday slot at Bloodstock. Well done, I Fight Bears. I Fight Bears. Um, yeah, via the South Wales Metal to the Masses final. And on Monday night, it was a bit of class with rival sons and dirty honey at the great hall in cardiff and don't forget oh here we go oh, there you go he's there we go yeah, got he's a bunch of in, just to rub it in as well it's colville yeah. this weekend carl yeah, it we'll be colville. drinking beers and 
yeah, drinking more beers. And when he says, oh, we'll be drinking beers, Carl. And Carl, Carl, we'll be drinking beers. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, he will be drinking beers. I'll be drinking beers too, just in my house looking after kiddies. So, mm. you know, not conducive to uh, a Colville Metal Festival, unfortunately. But um, send us some pictures, mate. Uh, that and and get some get some good stuff. I know he's covering it for Razor's Edge as well, so that's brilliant. Thank you, there, mate. And good that you got met up with all of those members and H from Acid Rain. That's brilliant, that Ranch Line. Brilliant. Um, Jason Manley, I've seen Aha live and Ramstein live. They were very different, and the Aha mosh pit was brutal. Uh, they were fake Gucci handbags and flip flops everywhere. Listened to the new Municipal Waste album. Fun. <laughs> an aha mosh pit he, yeah, he, yeah and he, he's telling the truth though jay he's, he's a man with eclectic taste i know for a fact that you went off to um possibly paris to see aha oh, i'm gonna say okay. paris but yeah and yeah, who knew aha are still a big thing a big thing when they come on stage do they do they do that thing where they come on stage like drawings they look like drawings yeah so and that's you're that's that was some disco kind of thing for me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, trying to finger someone around the back and all of that sort of thing, yeah. It's just just brings it all back. Um, go on, then. You're next. Um, sorry, I'm just thinking about trying to finger someone around the back. <laughs> well, you know uh, what I mean. I, know, I, 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 it's, 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 I was know. only 10 years old at the time, Carl. I'd never progressed <laughs> okay. around the back at that stage. I'm still, you know, trying to get down the front. <laughs> Get down the front of the yeah. D-I-S-C-O, mate, when they're yeah. knocking out A-R-R. Uh -huh. Okay, fair play. Frank Holby. Uh, municipal waste, electrified brain, creeping death, the edge of existence, and enforced kill grid, to name a few. Cheers, oh, Frank. Oh, yes, nice one there, mate. Um, Kevin Adamson. Thank you, mate. Cradle of Filth, Thornography, uh, Gojira from Mars to Sirius, and went to see Enforced play a short but energetic set in Glasgow. So they he had a short experience as well. Any photos to prove you were there, Kev? Yeah. Probably not a chance if it was only half hour, mate. Adam Matheson, Solitary, The Truth Beyond the Lies, Flames, Resurgence and Raven, all for one. Uh -huh. And just booked my ticket for the 40th year's AFO, which is... All for one. All for one, isn't it? All for one show at Bannerman's. Fuck yes. Oh, and we'll be doing the, uh, the uh, hopefully doing that leg down in London that you were talking about. So uh, thank you for that, Adam. Um, and it's a great album. Love that. Um, uh, I love the Raven album that I've been listening to. So brilliant. Um, Graham Meldrum, been to a few gigs in the last 10 days or so. So I have seen, deep breath. Oh, hang about. He can only do three. He can only do three. So I'm going to do the top three. Gate Creeper, Magnitude and Dead Heat. And then what about the other bands? You have to go on. See, like Catalysis, Carl, and um, Forced and Tempered. You're not going to mention Rudolph. Graham knows that you can only have three. So, what about three, Restraining Order? Three is all you shall have. I'm being strict. I'm being strict. All right. See what dirty, dark things Lee Shepard's been up to. Well, he's been listening to Sex Mag, pure filthy thrash. Sex Mag. Oh, are we talking about. Um, um, just before you go out and see AHA at the DISCO again, what's going on with that? I've never heard of them, uh, but um, might stick them on the list. Just be careful what I put into Google. Um, thank you for that, mate. Mark Pensum, 
uh, Ramstein, Cardiff, and the whole day with the smashing chaps mentioned by Hutch. Uh, Watch the last season of The Boys, need the last episode, and listening to Wode burn in many mirrors, which proved the perfect soundtrack to the self-inflicted collapse of the carnage presidented over by the moronic half-scarecrow narcissist. Mm. Is that the name of the album, or is that just is that just Mark just going for it? Um, is it a good I'm name one, for an album? Uh, yeah, I just wonder if Mark's talking about um, the kind of goings on in down at number ten at the oh, moment. Oh, flying ant day. Yeah, cool. The moronic half scarecrow narcissist. It kind of it very possibly would would suggest that. Yeah, or it could be yeah. flying ants. You just don't know. Ah, kid, Neil Bolton, Overkill, Horoscope, Conjurer, Pathos, uh, brilliant, and Sergeant Thunderhoof, Terrasolus, and Carl. Yes. He's just mentioning it's Colville yeah. this weekend, okay? It is Colville this weekend. The metal meet up there with Thrasher Wolf and uh, Imperium and um, all the rest of them. And uh, yeah, we're not going, but they are, which is great. Um, I don't feel any kind of tinge of um, jealousy at all. Uh, Dan Squires has been on Melvin's Houdini, Sacred Reich Awakening and Metallica Ride the Lightning. Nice solid three. There, mate. Thank you very much. John Beavis. And it's Colville this weekend. Yeah, John Beavis. He's been enjoying the Righteous Fool album that finally came out last month. The project of Mike Dean and the great late Reed Mullen of COC. A lot of genuinely really good tunes on it. Great energies and top drumming from Reed. Uh, still listening to Hate Uber Alice from Creator and the new Municipal Waste tune. Yeah, I've listened to all three of those again uh, that you have, John. So absolutely brilliant. Rich Tricky Hudson. Been listening to Jaws on BBC Sounds. Two omnibus sessions. Fucking loving the film and the book. The Deep is a good Peter Benchley novel too. Watching My Name is Earl because it's so easy to watch and I love Randy's monologues. Been reading my bracelet my wife and kids got me to remind me I've got this and they've got me. There you go. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much, mate. You have got this, mate. You keep going, mate. Keep going. Um, Where are we? Who are we on? Andrew Matthews. Uh, Ramstein, Conjurer, Sepultura. There you go. That's a solid three. Absolutely solid. No messing around. Straight out the gate. Thank you, mate. George Nesbitt. Testament to legacy. Merciful fate. Don't break the oath. And Cro-Mag's best wishes. These are all solids. Oh, George is always solid, though, isn't he? Um, yeah, you know, you, you, you're you're safe and seaman. He is. Um, he's Tony Adams, uh, Steve Bold, Nigel Winter, Bernard Lee Dixon, all in one. And then well, he, on, on an off day, he's got Martin Keown as well. He's just solid. Oh, I don't know. That's that sounds like a, that's boring. That's paint dry, isn't it? It's solid. It's solid. Not the Arsenal. Wouldn't it? It's yeah, that, and certainly those three are not boring. So good. Chris Ripley, Slough Feg, Atavism, Grim Reaper, See You in Hell, and Cryptic Slaughter, Stream of Consciousness. That ain't boring. That ain't no, boring. no. That that is is very much a, a, a back line with holes in it that makes it entertaining. So that's excellent. Now listen to this from Mr. Jamie Kinghorn. Been busy non-thrash gigging this week. Guns N' Roses in Glasgow got cancelled on Tuesday, so I randomly went to see Cooler Shaker instead. Surprisingly, not bad, 
but I was gutted about GNR. Rival Sons in London last night were brilliant. While you're recording the podcast, I'll be watching Jerry Cantrell also in London. You won't mention this on the pod, but oh no, we can't mention that. Sorry. What won't you mention? Well, he's mentioning a gig he's going to see at Hyde Park as well. What is it? No, I can't tell you what it is because he's only allowed three. But a very mutual friend of ours, mate, uh, I met um, at a parents' evening this week. And um, she told me she's going to see Pearl Jam because she was very jealous about me seeing Tool the other week. And without even thinking about it, I said, well, well, don't worry. I'll tell you what, I'll give you a good book because you're going to get bored watching them. And you know what? It didn't go down too well. <laughs> so Jamie's off to see Pearl Jam in High Park, is he? <laughs> oh, you, you made that mistake, not me. Andrew Biles, Mantic Ritual after the club recommendation. Brilliant. Great stuff, Andrew. Thank Carl Eric Jenkins over in sunny Florida for that. Casket Feeder and the new Inflame song. Oh, all relevant to the club. So that is absolutely brilliant, mate. Thank you. Uh, Gareth Pugh, this week I've been mostly preparing for Colville. So Hell Grind, uh, Inquire Within uh, and Reaper. And that's all you're allowed, mate. You're only allowed three. You're only allowed three. You know this. And, and eat, you know, it's it's the way of... And it's Colville this weekend. Yeah. And what other preparations are there, G, for, for Colville? I mean, you've been prepping for it. Have you, your toothbrush packed, is it? I mean, you've... You, yes. Yeah. Hot noodles. What, what T-shirt there. you're wearing, you know, it's all important things. You know, you're taking... Is it a black T-shirt? Is it a white T-shirt? Is it the band that are playing? Are you going to support the bands? Or are you going to... A bit of merch, you're going to buy a tuck-in and get a bit of merch? Of course you will. And you've got to wear Neil Bolton's hat as well. Richard Oliver. Green Lung. Is he, is he jumping in on this Colville malarkey? No, it wouldn't I'd, surprise me, mate. Everyone else yeah. is apart from me and you, so... Green Lung, Woodland Rights, Wolfheart, Thaisa, and Voila. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you could say that. I don't even want to admit. Yeah, wow. Well, I don't either. That's what I'm just going <laughs> So just so people that know, oh, come yeah. on, come on, read it aloud. This is how it's spelled. T-Y-H-J-Y-Y-S. I mean, how do you say that? So mm. someone write that phonetically for me, because I, I know why I'm bad, but if you're struggling, Robbie, it must be difficult. Yeah, I don't know. This is Vola anyway, V-O-L-A, Vola, live from the pool. And she drinks cherry cola. Lovely. Thank you for that, Richard. And that is the last one. Thank you very much. That brings it to an end. Thank you, everyone. What I did want to focus on earlier, not focus on, just mention on when we are talking about the Beneath the Remains, one of the great... Um, performances that has or pretty much one of the constants throughout Sepultura from the early days to now has been Andreas Kisser. Yes. And Andreas Kisser with his guitar playing, just an absolute like legend, but he's also supposedly a very, very nice guy. Uh, sadly, this week, Andreas Kisser lost his wife, his long-term partner that's, uh, yeah, uh, very sad news. I saw it on Instagram some time ago. Made a note to mention it tonight that I kind of wanted to just say, um, not that it matters, but f- f- for me, for, for the for the people in the club, uh, just to, you know, get my thoughts are with Andreas and his family. And it's, it's kind of doesn't mean anything for, other than for me to, to say it and, and, and thank you. Um, 
you know what a, what a great guy what a, what a wonderful guitar player and, and and it's just very very sad when when um yeah when anyone passes and 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 someone so close to andreas has moved on and just hope that um you know he finds the time to heal and to to, to move on and and our thoughts are with him um yeah, full yeah. time it, it i i saw that and i have to say i was it was one of those things when you see it it is like getting kicked in the bollocks in it you just think oh jesus what you know and I, I, i'm not uh, no age at all it was sort of like 52 or something i think mm. his, his wife is and and you know it's it, absolutely devastating and yeah you're absolutely right every i i don't know other than max cavalier to any anyone else to have a bad word to say about andre and even now max cavalier doesn't have a bad word to say that's been done and it's in the past and it's what it is um they seem to be getting on very well and um yeah it's just it's just dreadful so i hope yeah. um, everything's okay in the end for those guys i just don't know what to say so i'm not going to say anymore no okay but, mate. Wait, there we are um but the club moves on uh so thank you for listening to this podcast we've got to the end you've, you've had everything you had flying ants you've had boris johnson you've had uh aha you've had fumblings around the back of a of a of a disco you've had all sorts uh, you've had bobby blitz impressions i mean come on what else what else can we give you uh yeah it's been great to come back to come back to this one tonight it's uh it, it, maybe i've even given you robbie on the yeah so last week you didn't even have robbie but now you've got robbie as well back in the fold it's great back in the fold it sounds like we've had a falling out and you didn't do the last one because we had a row we've got deepest cuts next week with jason manley so that'll be really cool awesome really interested to see what jay is gonna have so yeah looking forward to that and then we'll be back in um in in a few weeks time possibly yes we're discussing saint anger which is bubbling up nicely we've had a few comments of that whilst we've been doing this mate so that's good that's going across um all our feeds and no doubt you'll stick it up on the instagram and instagram's bubbling away nicely as well so it's all good stuff colville's happening this weekend mate is it um yeah apparently so there's a there's oh. gonna be uh, some metal bands playing in a pub garden somewhere and loads of people are going to go and see it we i'm not i'm not i'm not seeing no. it no 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 i'm not i won't be there um but uh, lots of people will um uh we will we've got five albums to listen to for or to vote on for pensum's plate we're gonna have a rank and file hopefully when Paul Hutchin gets back from Colville because it's Colville this weekend. Is it? And yeah, it is. And um, then we will open up St. Anger. We'll have the deepest cuts. And yeah, that will no doubt be um, slicing apart and dissecting Colville, mate, because it's Colville this weekend. Is it? Where do you think St. Anger is going to wind up on Hall of Fame? I don't think it is going to be in the no, Hall of I Fame. No, I don't either. I think I it's th- going to be 6.25. I think it's going to be about 5.53. Yeah, I yeah. And I'll tell you for why. I just think like I say the songs are good. Uh, songs all songs are half good, so you can give it 5. Like they mess every single one up. But that's to dissect at a later stage, mate. Right. Um have you got any last words before my last words, mate? Um, I think your last word is going to be my last words. It's Colville this weekend. It's Colville. Yeah, well, I'm just about to go and get my rucksack together because I'm I'm not going to Colville. 